This is episode 66 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. Come closer to the radio so we can see you. Wow, you look great today. This is Rise Up on Family Life. Oh, those noises that annoy you. Um, oh, I have one that I just remembered. Lip smacking. Ha! Someone eating. That's Like a, that? And, you know, eating lip smacking. Yeah. Or, you know, do we, have to, do we have to demonstrate? No, I don't want to do that. Okay. But here's the one. Here's the one that really, here's the one that, that, that gets me. I don't mind July 4th fireworks. I really don't mind on July 4th. And at the proper time. Okay. But what really bugs me, not much irritates me. This really irritates me that on maybe the day or two before July 4th or the day or two or three or four after <laughs> July 4th at the time of like uh, 11 oh, mid, uh, one in the morning, what's my neighbors doing setting oh. off fireworks at one in the, that really bothers me. Oh. That noise. Do you think it would bother you as much if you didn't wake up so early for your job? Um, yeah, I just don't like, yeah, I, hmm. to me that is, I don't know, somewhat inconsiderate. Okay. Um, explosions late at night. Explosions late at night is yeah. not, not good. So anyway, <laughs> if you're talking about <laughs> noises that irritate me, that would be right at the top of my list. And I know a lot of people have shared about this, that for anyone who's been in active military, mm-hmm. it can be a PTSD trigger. Sure. And, you know, yeah. if you expect it to be on July 4th and there's a community fireworks, you can stay away from it. But when you don't know... And on July 1st, in your own neighborhood, it happens. It can be triggering. So I guess, yeah, it, it is a little bit disrespectful. Well, it would be really irritating to go over and try to confront those people, and they're sitting around eating, smacking their lips <laughs> while setting off fireworks. <laughs> oh, I you, you got a problem with our fireworks, uh, sir? Let me think about that. <laughs> Oh, it exactly. just gives me the shivers. It's like, okay, so sometimes these sounds do give us shivers, these ones we really don't like. Like, you know, when the nails on the chalkboard, that's the classic one. It kind of makes oh. your skin just crawl. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I don't know why anybody thinks that that means that they enjoy what they're hearing when they experience autonomous sensory meridian response. Maybe you know it better. Oh, like as those things on the internet. You hate those. ASMR is what I detest, Therese. Yeah, ASMR is something that's become really popular in YouTube videos. It's like these little sounds. I'm not going to imitate them here, but they're like little clicking sounds. Like rolling a hundred crayons in your hands or it's yeah. other random things. They're so random. They're things like that. They can be tapping your fingernails on the pages of a book. They're just like, and somebody's going to, oh yeah. They are these little tiny clicky sounds, these little soft sounds, and they give some people goosebumps and they really like it. Like it feels like 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 some sort it's of like, relaxing. Like a scalp massage or One something. of my daughters uses them to sleep. And, and people do. And yeah. I get that people do that. I just don't get it because to me, it's not, it does not have an autonomous sensory good response. It's like this fight or flight thing. I just can't stand it. It is very irritating. Now, we learned so much today. Now right, listen to this. Right, listen to this. You right. might be in the same category because one subgenre of ASMR on YouTube that is popular, no joke, it is people eating. In front of a microphone. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Little chewing sounds. It's called mukbang. It's a, a, a originated in South Korea, this mm. genre. It's very popular there. But yeah, people mm. chewing for your pleasure <sighs> to listen to that sound. I'm sorry. I cannot I, I cannot abide that. They're not setting off fireworks, are they? 
<laughs> that would be mukbang. On our They'd next be really episode, we're that. all going to yeah. eat sponge candy for 10 minutes straight. <laughs> really? Oh, <laughs> oh great. We, we won't. I wow. promise you. You guys, you guys are a little crankier than I would have expected. Yeah, we've seen that one. I'm sorry. I mm. didn't mean to go that far. It's funny. And, you know, my husband, actually, I make a sound that he hates. Like, if I get something stuck in this one tooth of mine, I'll be like, <laughs> he hates that sound, that sound. Right? I know. And you hate it, too. And he'll be like, and this is how, after this many years of marriage, he addresses it. He'll go, would you like me to get you a flosser? He's so very kind about it. And then I realize that I'm doing it and then I stop. But my sound that is so annoying and just bothers my soul is so the opposite of all you guys, my husband included. I am bothered by silence. Oh, and it's funny because my husband, Scott's been having a lot going on at work and there's some stuff going on with his family and he's mentally processing it. But when we don't have easy conversation, I automatically think that he's upset with me because conversation and words is, you know, how I show love. Right. And so for me, silence is such a crazy, awful sound. Mm. And it's funny because I am very socially awkward. And that is based in large part on the fact that when there is silence, I say something usually stupid. And so <laughs> and that's where it gets really weird. But what's ironic about all of this is that one of my favorite verses, a verse that has gotten me through so many conflicts, family conflicts, things like that, is Exodus 14, 14. And depending on the version, you you get a little bit different wording. Um, the King James says, the Lord shall fight for you you shall hold your peace, which is about me being silent, not saying the things that I should say. Uh, ESV says the Lord will fight for you. You only have to be silent. New Living says he'll fight for you. Just stay calm, hmm. which is like an inner silence. The CSB says the Lord will fight for you. You must be quiet. Hmm. And then my favorite of this verse is the good old message. God will fight the battle for you. And you, you keep your mouth shut. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. And so, I don't know, the more silence irritates me, the more I'm reminded that I should be silent more often because that's when you really have time and space to fellowship with God when you can hear his heart. When we're always blah, blah, blahing, it's hard to do that. And so with that, Ooh, I'm done. That was ooh, that was hard for you, wasn't it? The little silence there. <laughs> a hard. But you're practicing. That's good. Yeah. You know, you as you were talking, Teresa, it, it brought back a, a memory because it, not much irritates me. I've already mentioned the fireworks and the lip smacking, but I that's current. I think back to when I was growing up, and what irritated me. And this isn't a noise necessarily; it's a sound. But it was my parents. So I had great parents. I loved my parents, and they loved all of us kids. But they would bicker. They would bicker over what I would consider at the time, and I never said anything because I was a kid and I wasn't going to say anything, you know, hmm. over the silliest things. For instance, they'd be like, hey, do you remember uh, last Tuesday when we did that? No, that wasn't Tuesday. It was Thursday. No, no, no. It was Tuesday. <laughs> and, and they would go on trying to figure out which day it was for seemingly a long time, which would just irritate me. They'd be bickering about things that really made no difference. 
It wasn't the main part of the story, but here was this bickering going on between my my parents that really, as I grew, as I started to grow up, it's like, oh, it, that's really irritating. And it irritated me. And, and to, even to this day, uh, I, I don't do that. You know, sometimes as a kid, you go like, I'm not going to do that as I'm. A, but here's the other part of it. When my mom came down toward the end of her life, like the last month, month and a half, she was going to have serious uh, heart surgery. And she did. And if she uh, she survived for 30 days in ICU. But before she went in for the surgery, for about a month before that surgery, which my parents knew was very serious and potentially life threatening, which it ended up to be, um, was they around each other were acting like almost like teenagers. They were giddy with each other. They were playful with each other. They realized that maybe that and we never talked about it, but that all that bickering that went on, it's like maybe that's not all that important. And and they they just came together in the last, you know, 30 days, 45 days of their life together to just be loving. And all these noises and everything that we're talking about here in this conversation, it's a reminder to me that it's like it's really not a big deal. I mean, the, whether it's the fireworks or the lip smacking or the Internet noises or the, all the different things, it's like, you know, does it really matter that much? It puts things in perspective uh, for me. So uh, noises, silence, hmm. whatever bothers you, uh, it's another way the enemy, I think, is getting our mind and our direction, our focus away from the things and the one who really matters. Anyone else wish morning started just a little later? Yeah, we get that. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. I know this could be a bit sensitive, but did either of you, Steve or Therese, did either of you ever lose a stuffed animal as a kid? I don't, rem- I don't think so. <laughs> Sounds like Therese, mine. This didn't happen to me, but oh. I, I um, donated one of my kids <sighs> Stuffed animals, oh. not realizing yeah. what a big, big deal that would be. I've never been to so many thrift stores yeah. in my whole life. Oh. We did not recover we the tried. Pooh Bear. And mm-hmm. what do you say? Yeah, what can you even say? It was one of my worst fears that I'd lose mm-hmm. a stuffed animal, a fluffy friend, when I was a kid. And I don't know how they're making it work at NASA today. Marvin wasn't fluffy, but he was a companion nonetheless. Perseverance, the, the Mars rover, had a, a pet. A pet rock, the internet dubbed it. It fell onto its wheel well sometime last year, and this little rock had just been tagging around with a Mars rover for like the last year, sending back pictures of it. Everybody's like, hey, Marvin the Rock. Well, yesterday, no picture came back of Marvin the Rock. Uh Wait, it fell off? It fell off. The the pet rock is gone somewhere on the surface of the red planet, and I Hmm. just, I don't know what they're saying at NASA to help the Perseverance rover get to the day. It's just, Mars is full of other rocks. You can get a geological sample anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, but none of them are Marvin. None of them are ever going to be Marvin. The pet rock on Mars. It's okay. You can go back to bed in about 16 hours. In the meantime, thanks for listening to Rise Up on Family Life. Oh, what were these parents thinking? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I know I shouldn't judge, so I'll step back a little bit. Maybe okay. uh, the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they just wanted their child to grow up uh, with confidence. I mean, mm. who, what parent doesn't want their child to show you know, confidence yeah. uh, and, and that kind of thing, because why would you want your kid, you know, to be always right mm. is is OK. One way to do that. Well, one way that these parents had their child, uh, they maybe be always right. was name them that so their last name was right. Right. W.R.I.G.H.T. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. this guy, he's in college now. He plays basketball at Rhode Island. Uh-huh. And his name is always 
Right. <laughs> oh no. True story. But why? Well, no. I mean, the parents knew that going in. Right. I mean, that, that's not as if that it surprised them. No. Let's see. No. Oh, look at that. Look it's how just... that lined up. <laughs> Kid's name is always right. Who saw that coming? <laughs> saw that, that coming. That was deliberate. It reminds me of another. But but when <laughs> names like this happen, you know, sometimes you think of like what other possibility? You know, like in when they took role, they take role in class sometimes. Yeah, sure. Take, you right. know, the attendance, that kind of thing, and they Correct. do the last name first. <laughs> what if they name the kid on O N? Like right, right on. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. Hey, here hey, I man. am. Right on. Right on. <laughs> right on, man. Today is gonna be great. We just know it. This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Well, they say our magnetosphere is pretty riled up. Our what? Oh, yeah, it's, okay. It's, yeah. Have you seen the northern lights? I was surprised. One oh. of my girls said it's on her bucket list. What? And I was like, wait, what? first of all, you're like 20-something? What are you doing with a bucket list? Like, it's, it's way a, too it's early a big for bucket the... at that point. It's a very <laughs> it's big a bucket. You know? Large bucket. Yeah. But this, like, phenomenon of the, the green lights along the horizon. Yeah. And it, it's been really visible pretty far south the last couple nights, like into Kansas wow. even. So, like, across New York, Pennsylvania, like, down through the plains and all the way. And then it kind of swoops back up to, like, Oregon because it originates from, you know, like, the North Pole. And I don't know if you've ever seen the Northern Lights, either one of you. No. no I've only have. ever it's... seen like the kind of faded brown. Like, is that what the, that's technically the Northern Lights? Okay. Yeah. But not like the brilliant display. Right. We were once on a red eye from San Diego back to the East Coast and the Northern Lights were visible the whole flight, oh. which made it really hard to sleep. But you were kind of oh. like, take right. it in because I don't know if I'll ever have a better view ever again. Mm. But basically, there's like magnetic particles in our atmosphere. And when these solar emissions right. interact with them, they get to dancing. Well, there was a big blob of solar energy that came our way on Friday and that got everything all riled up. All and that's right. why you've been able to see the Northern Lights. Now, not everybody's had a great view in our part of the world. It's like Tim describes. It's like, well, is that kind of it? And then so I saw somebody said, what you need to do is take out your phone uh-huh. and put it on like a time lapse photo oh. and hold it very still. And then when you look at the picture, you'll be able to see like the northern lights. Oh, and I right. was like, okay. you know, a really great way to see a beautiful picture of the northern lights. Just go to the internet. <laughs> you can't really see it that good. Just looking. And just look at it online, you know. <laughs> Come on, you don't need any more beauty sleep. You look great. Thanks for listening to Rise Up on Family Life. Mom, can we go to the library? We have the library at home. Uh, not the internet. Why settle for a screen when you can have a shelf? Rise Up reintroduces Library. Too much noise online? Library is always quiet. Shh. Ah. <sighs> Music to my ears. Watch your favorite shows and movies for one low monthly price. Nothing. You wouldn't forget to return the discs, right? Unlike internet, with library, books don't get hacked. Ha! Take that, sketchy prince of Genovia. At library, they'll never ask you to prove that you're a human by clicking on all the boxes with traffic lights. You'll never stumble into a kerfuffle in the comment section. And if you really need it... They have the internet, too, for free. With Library, I can read about cooking without seeing ads about toenails, and I never have to reject cookies. Ooh, thank you. Connected, social, helpful. It's Library, the original internet. Have you guys tried these cookies? Mm. 